Well, if you're ready, I'm ready. I'm always ready. I know it. And it's been a long time, so, I mean, it's about time. You're really far away from your mic, though. You might want to. I really am. I know I am. You might want to move I got, in. I got kind of super comfortable. Yeah, you did. You might want to get a little bit closer there. A little bit. Is this okay? Down. Yeah. Is that better? I mean, you do listen to Rogan. Do you ever watch his podcast at all? You know, Yeah, like, I know. it's. He's got it right in his face, and you know, he tells the, the guests, hey, just get a little closer. But I'm also loud. You are loud. You just... In that case, you just have to be aware of when you're going to be loud and step back a little bit. It's not that hard. No, I always lean in when I'm loud. (laughs) That's what you do. You get closer. So what the fuck's up? It's actually been a while since we chilled. Yeah, I know. It's been a long month. It's been a long month of me The last time we hung out, we did a podcast. (laughs) God, that was like a month and a half ago. (laughs) <laughs> when we decided that we're going to get back on track, back on schedule, figure everything out, and start to have like, a more solid a schedule. Time since we've been there. Yeah, and now I've been sick for the last month or so. You've been sick your whole fucking life. Uh, no, we're not talking mentally. Oh, okay. <laughs> but aside from that, my weekend shift changed. So we used to be on the same weekend shift. And now we're not. We're we're on opposites. That is what started it. Yeah. So we have to we have to figure out our game plan with that. Instead of recording on Saturdays, we're probably going to end up doing it on Sundays. Or we could do it on one of my days off during the week yeah. after you get home from work. Yeah. But uh, the big thing was on Valentine's Day, I tested positive for COVID. Two and a half years of this shit, I avoided it. I finally caught it. Now my symptoms started the Saturday before and it was that it was after my stream on Twitch that it hit me and like my stream went fine. I felt completely normal, nothing different. Got off stream, I was hanging out with the streamer that I raided that night. I can't remember who it was. Um but then it just hit me. Felt like I literally got hit by a train. So I hopped off there, shut everything down, which I don't normally do. I usually leave my computer on. I leave a couple of streams up lurking in there, uh, helping people out. And then I just shut everything down, walked across the hall, stood next to the bed. And my wife looks at me and is like, what's up? What are you doing? I'm like, I do not feel good. Feel like shit. So I laid down in bed. She shut off her game after a little bit and we watched some TV and I leaned my head into her, not knowing really what was wrong at the moment. And she goes, oh, my God, your nose is ice cold. I'm like, really? It's like a dog or something? Like, (laughs) what the fuck is that? My nose is ice cold. So uh, finally went to sleep or tried to go to sleep anyway. And I got up to take a piss. And I had the chills so bad, like I've never had before. It was absolutely ridiculous. I'm like, I bet I have fucking COVID. That's what I had at the beginning of the year. Did you? Mm -hmm. It was ridiculous. Like, my teeth were chattering like a cartoon. Yeah. So, the beginning of January, literally, well, December 31st, set to work that night. That was my weekend to work. Fucking Thursday, I went to bed. Probably like midnight. 
woke up at four in the morning. So maybe I went to bed earlier. Woke up at two. It was two in the morning. Went. I did laundry. Finished laundry. Went to Walmart. Or went to the gym. Went to Walmart. I mean, I had a great workout at the gym. Went home. Took a nap before I had to go to work. Woke up at three to go to work, dude. And I was like, fuck happened. It's how fast it hits you, right? I was achy. My nose was, like, stuffed a little bit, and I was shivering under two blankets with my heat fucking cranked. Took my temperature, it was 104.1. It's the fever that gets you, bro. I never had a fever that high. <clears throat> had to miss the whole weekend of work. Now, did you take did you take a test? Did you take an at-home test? I can't remember. No, because I didn't want to know if I tested positive or not. <laughs> well, chances I was, are you I was, I was going back to work that Wednesday. I wasn't missing more time. <laughs> I went, no, I, no. I felt fine. The fever broke early Sunday morning. And I didn't go to work that night because I was just like, all right, give myself one last night to, to recover. Monday, felt fine. Was told I needed a doctor's note to go back to work. Well, and there was a there was a virus going around along with COVID at that point, too. It was just yeah. like a regular flu or something. But, uh, went to the doctors, not doctors, to the urgent care, I think that Monday, maybe Tuesday. Explain to them what happened. She's like, well, she goes, when's your next day of work? And I told her, did I only miss it three days? Yeah. And she goes, well, you're symptom free and it's been five, it'll be five days since your last symptom or since you, you're, you're symptom free. Whatever, the, however she <laughs> the explained rule. it, she was like, so we don't have to test you, and we can send you back. I'm like, all right, fine. Sure as shit, dude, the next day I started feeling a little crappy. I went back to work that Wednesday and Thursday. Felt like I, put, I rushed myself back, because for about two to three weeks after that, I was not right there. But Feel like, a little fatigued and stuff. I felt like I was going to pass out a couple times throughout there. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's what I had, but. Yeah, the new, the newest guidelines at this point were that you had to be five days symptom free instead of the 10 days that they used to have on there. But yeah, so the, the first week was really just the, the fatigue and the overall soreness, the muscle soreness for me. Like I didn't want to really move or do anything. Um, and I was starting to get over it by the end of the first week, which I thought was great. I thought I was going to only miss one week of work and I was going to be good to go. But uh, then that Saturday, I started having breathing issues throughout the day. I never like got, I couldn't. I never got all of a sudden, it's just like someone was sitting on my chest. So I got over. <laughs> I got over the fever. I got over the fatigue and the soreness and all that. And then I just couldn't breathe. And I went to the ER one night. 
because of the shortness of breath. Uh, they did a chest x-ray. They found that I had some pneumonia on my lungs. Um, gave me some medication. Told me. It was like steroids and some stuff like that. And uh, I had to take it for like five days. And they're like, if if it's worsening symptoms or you're not getting better, call your doctor. Go see them. So by Thursday, it was not better at all. Still couldn't breathe. Couldn't walk up the stairs without gasping for breath. It was all, it, dude, oh, such an awful feeling not being able to breathe like that. Um, so I called the doctor, went to the doctor, talked to him. Uh, he sent me over to the hospital for blood work. Well, that's always fun. Love getting pricked. Really cool. Love the vampires over there. They, uh, the girl was actually really good. The daughter is someone that we know through bowling. Well, I don't know if you remember him or not, but, uh, I do. I'll, t- I'll tell you after the podcast who it was, but his daughter's 19 years old. Didn't feel her hit my vein at all. Really good at her job. Very nice. But, uh, so what the doc, <laughs> what the doctor told me when I was in the office, I, <sighs> man, this dude knows how to put the fear of God into someone. So he's talking to me and he's like, I've had a, I'm going to send you for blood work. I've had a couple of the people with the same issues that you're going through right now. And, you know, sent them for the blood work and, uh, turns out, you know, they, they tested positive for, I can't, I can't remember the name of the shit because it's doctor terminology. Don't really know. I'm not as smart as him. And uh, he said they tested positive for this. So we sent them in. They got a CAT scan and ended up that they had a blood clot on their lungs waiting to kill them. Those are the words he told me. Same symptoms you're having. And these people ended up having a blood clot in their lungs just waiting to kill them. It's like, oh, cool. Very neat. And why does that hit you a little different? Because I have a history of blood clots. Um, so, so, uh, I go over to the, for the blood work, I get that drawn and I'm at home. He's like, it should only take about an hour if, if they call you, it'll be within an hour and you'll have to go back down to the ER and you'll get, uh, you'll get a, at that point I would get a CAT scan to check for the pulmonary embolism. And, uh, like two hours went by. I'm like, oh good. I, I might be in the clear. And then I got the phone call. I was like six fifteen at night. I was like, fuck. So then down to the ER I go again. I'm at the hospital too much at this point. I'm already over it. So I was down there for half the night. Have you ever gotten a CAT scan where they have mm-hmm. to inject you with dye? Let me tell you. That's the weirdest fucking sensation I've ever had. And it's the second time I've had this. Because they've done it once before. So you go in. You lay down on the table. You go into the machine. You got to have your arms above your head. And they're scanning, they're scanning, they pull you out. And because they have to get a base scan to get like a comparison or whatever, I guess. I don't know. So I have the IV in me at this point, which that was an issue in and of itself. The nurse that stuck me, the male nurse that stuck me, stuck me in the pit of my elbow, missed, blew that out. So like it's all bruised in there when that happened. So then he goes into the wrist when he puts the IV in my wrist. I don't know, man. That was that was one of the most painful things. I don't think an IV should hurt that damn bad. But anyway, so they inject the dye. When they inject the dye into you, it's like almost instantaneous. Like this warm sensation that goes from your head all the way down to your toes. When it hits your nether regions, it feels like you got a piss instantly. Oh, I can't. Yeah. Oh. I, as you're explaining it, I can't. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's such... 
it's such a weird sensation. And if any of you listening have ever had that happen, please comment on any of the social media platforms. Let me know how you think that feels. It's definitely awkward. <laughs> so then uh, my concern was I, had, I hadn't eaten all day, right? So after I went for my blood work, we went and got Chinese food for dinner because I needed to eat something. I was starving. And when I found out I was getting this dye injected into me, I remembered what it felt like last time. I'm like, ugh. You're going to shit your pants. No. Well, <laughs> that thought hadn't crossed my mind. <laughs> what crossed my mind was, oh, I hope it doesn't make me want to throw up. Well, as soon as they put me in and they did the scan and I came back out on the table, they pulled me out and I was laying there flat. I dropped my arms down and I was like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Because you know that sensation you get when you're about to throw up where your glands start salivating real bad in the back of your mouth? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) she's like, oh, okay. She pulls out this little bag. It's like got a plastic ring at the top. And it's like this tiny little fucking bag attached to it. And she hands it to me and I looked at it and I looked at her and I'm like, if I'm going to throw up, this is not going to be enough. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, nope, I'm going to throw up. And I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm like ready to throw up into this tiny little bag. Thank God I didn't. I composed myself because I really did not want to see if I would fill that bag or not. Because I know I would have filled that bag. I had a big fucking meal of Chinese food before that. Oh, um, dude, it was awful. So, so then I get taken back into the ER room that I was in. It was in some kind of special room because I had just gotten over COVID. and uh, It was a negative pressure room, I think they call it. So... I'm in there by myself, and so... so they at least have a TV on with good channels? They did have a TV on. They had ABC on with the volume barely up, so I I mean, I didn't really give a shit. I had my phone. I was kind of playing around, which is another reason the IV sucked, because it was in my wrist, and I'm turning my wrist, moving my fingers around, playing on the phone. That just made it that much worse, all the tendons and shit moving around that can't IV. Can't, can't you just do that one? I did but all the right side of me was all strapped up to all kinds of sensors on my chest and i had the blood Those pressure cuff to take off don't they yeah and they told me to take them off i'm like can't you just rip them off of me it'd be a lot easier if you ripped it off like a band-aid but no here i am peeling these things off my chest see when when i went a couple years ago and you know i thought i was having a fucking heart attack but i was having a panic attack or anxiety attack or something. It was mm-hmm. fucking wild. My aunt was with me and she's a nurse. So she's like, <laughs> she goes, well, she warned me on the way there. She's like, by the way, it's going to suck taking all this shit off. Yeah. I'm like, oh, great. And <laughs> sure as shit, they told me the same thing. All right, we're just going to pull the wires out. Uh, you can take those off when you want. And I looked at my aunt and she was like, watch. Quick. <laughs> And it didn't, nothing. I was like, okay, have at it, lady. <laughs> yeah, dude, the first one he put, I didn't know I was going to get hooked up to the, what is it, EKG. EKG. I didn't know I was going to get hooked up to that, but apparently they wanted to throw him on. So he, he makes me drop my gown down a little bit, which at this point, and I, I'll get into that in a minute. So he slaps the first one on right in the center of my chest. And I looked down and I looked up at him. I was like, that's going to hurt, isn't it? <laughs> 
I was like, it's going to be real bad. And then he's like, yeah, sorry about this. The big ones aren't, or the little ones aren't so bad. It's the big ones. And he slaps two more big ones on right in the middle of my chest where it's the hairiest. I'm like, oh, God damn it. And you get the ones right here, too. Yeah. So, but, but back to the whole gown thing, man. Like, I didn't know I would be, like, stripping down. They don't have gowns our size. No, and it was, it's kind of, it kind of sucked. Like, I get in there and he's like, all right, strip down to your underwear, put this on, don't tie the back up. I was like, oh, no. Shit. Like, uh, that's going to make me feel awkward. And they're not very long. (laughs) Right? So I got this gown on, not very long, just past my boxer shorts, and I have to lay on the bed. There's no blanket in there at that point in time. No sheet, no nothing. Just the sheet covering the, the bed itself. So I'm sitting up there and I've got like my legs crossed just in case anybody comes in because they don't have a curtain across either. There's no curtain in there. Just the door is closed with like the milk glass so you can't really see through. So then my 19 year old vampire comes in and she's training someone. So she has another woman with her. 19 year old vampire. Yeah, I call them vampires. The phlebotomists, they're vampires. Uh, so they come in. I'm like, <laughs> What do I do? <laughs> like I'm, I'm half naked here. Like if I move my legs, you're gonna see everything, young lady. Like, <laughs> fuck. I felt so awkward. It was the weirdest Two thing. Two years ago, this would have been a crime. <laughs> oh my god, it was definitely weird. They, they need to get some bigger gowns in there, or I don't know. I didn't. <sighs> yeah, no, they need. They do, dude. These. <sighs> Why couldn't I keep my pants? Why do I have to take my pants off? They didn't do anything. Well, I guess going in the cat scan machine, I guess. Because the belt buckle, or not the belt buckle, but the the buttons and shit. But, ugh. It was very, what's the word I'm looking for? Embarrassing? No. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, another funny part about the night when I was down there. <clears throat> my my dad, as you know, works down there in security overnights. Followers, listeners, you may not know. My father's a security guard at the hospital that I went to. And um, he ends up coming down around 10 o'clock, which would be almost an hour early for his shift. Because I was talking to him through text and letting him know what was going on. So he wanted to come down, peek in, check on me before his shift. So he's in there talking to me, chatting away, blah, blah, blah. He goes back out. He's like, all right, I'm going to go out and uh, spend a little more time before I have to clock in. So he goes out, comes back 10 minutes later. He had talked to the doctor about a few things. He's one of my emergency contacts. He's allowed to talk to them. Comes back in. He's like, hey, uh, did you did you tell your wife to leave yet? Because he had told me that he talked to the doc and I would be out of there at a specific time or around a specific time. So to tell her. And have her come down. I was like, yeah, I, I told her already. She's about to leave right now. Which she had actually just left the house with the kids. It was like 1030 at night or something. He's like, oh, um, well, can you call her and tell her not to leave? Because uh, turns out I already took tonight off. Because I'm going into, he was going into his other job the next day. He was picking up an extra shift there. So he took the night off at the hospital. He had come down in uniform on a night that he wasn't working because I had him worried. <laughs> so he was, he, he's the one that ended up taking me home. But long story short, no, it's not short. Uh, I did not have a pulmonary embolism. Good news. Great news. But, uh, ended up back in the ER 
almost a week later, this past Wednesday. Because I had to convince you. You, the wife, people on Facebook that apparently care about me more than I thought people cared about me. Um, I've been having pain in my forearm from near the uh, IV site. <clears throat> and I chalked it up to just general soreness from getting the IV. But the longer we went, the worse the pain got. And uh, I posted online. I'm like, is it normal to be in pain a week later after an IV? And good Lord, did I get the third degree? You need to get down to the ER. You might have a blood clot. You might have a collapsed vein. You might have blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, <coughs> well, I was going to call the doctor tomorrow. And nope, they just lit back into me. Uh, my wife pulled out the, the, my late mother card. She said, I promised your mother that I would take care of you. You need to go down to that ER now. So down I went back to the ER to get poked and prodded some more. Oh, fuck. I ended up getting ultrasounds. I do have a blood clot in my arm. It's super painful. And here we are today. I'm on blood thinners. I'm still in pain. But we're doing this. You want some crown? I, you know what? Thin the blood a little more. Why not? <laughs> it's right there. Although I'm, I'm, I'm out of soda for it. We'll have to drink her straight. Oh, man. It is crown peach, so it's, it's a doable thing. Crown is a good straight drink. Yeah. So lots, lots happened since the last time we did this. Yeah, dude. Between COVID, uh, not being able to breathe, and getting a blood clot. <laughs> COVID for both of us, probably. Yeah. But it's, I, I always. Is this try our first podcast of 2022? I think we had one other one. No, yeah, no. I think we had one other one. Yeah, maybe because you changed <clears throat> the season because it's in a year. Yeah. Um. So. I always try to look at the silver lining with everything. And the one thing that I try to look at as a positive through all this pain and suffering of the last month is it's allowed me to focus a lot more on my Twitch streaming, um, which I've been able to expand and grow and help others and just really put a lot of time into it, which has been nice. I've been able to stop by a lot of uh, fellow streamers uh, live streams and support them, help them out, uh, give tips and advice and try to, you know, try to figure out what direction I'm going to go with it. So that's, that's been really nice. I've, I've done well with that and I've had a lot of fun with that. I'm almost going to feel bad when I get back to work because I'm not going to be able to have the kind of time that I've had recently to do that, but I'll still find the time. We'll still get it done. Definitely. I mean, you do need to get back to work, though. I do. I need to make money. <clears throat> but it's definitely, it's definitely a, a difficult juggling act trying to balance everything out when you're a full time worker, full time husband, full time father, and uh, trying to make time for work, family, and content creation is definitely difficult. But if you can find that balance, it's definitely rewarding, too. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So we're we're working on growing everything. And I'm having a good time doing it. Everything in life, dude. It's fucking wild. Mm-hmm. There's not enough time to do everything you want or need to. Not enough time to do everything you need to, let alone everything you want to do. Yeah. Which is why I'll I'll forever be of the opinion that time is way more valuable than money. And 
<clears throat> even when it comes to jobs, I will I will always say my time is worth more than money I can make because there's always going to be money to make somewhere. Always. See, I'm not I'm, I'm not the kind of person who can work sixty to seventy hours a week. Right. I, I'd rather have one job, put my forty hours in, go home, be with my family, and do the things that I want to do because life is fucking short. Really is. Time goes quick, man. Like we're almost. <laughs> Sorry to, Don't do it. Sorry to say Don't this. Sorry to say this, brother. It. No. We're getting close to forty. Oh my god, you did it! I did it. I did it, man. We're getting old. Fuck. Uh, yeah, that's why I want to really focus in on the the things that I want to do in life. I mean, and now with spending many days within the last month in the hospital, apparently my wife thinks I'm gonna die anytime I get sick now. So who knows? Maybe I'm gonna. What? So, let's, let's get her done, man. Let's get this shit going. Do the things you want to do. I feel my midlife crisis coming on here shortly. Mm. I do. Well, I feel like, I feel like, uh, I missed out on something with that whole, uh, sickness and blood clot talk there. A good teaching moment I missed. And, uh, I feel like I should go back to it real quick. So if anybody is ever wondering if they might have a blood clot, I'm going to tell you how it feels. So your skin in that area is going to be warm, right? And you know it's if if it feels like your limb is going to explode, like I've had one in my calf and now I've had one in my forearm. Uh, if it feels like there's so much pressure building up inside of your body part there that it feels like it's going to just explode or blow up or if you want someone to cut your damn arm off, yeah, it's probably a blood clot. Get to the hospital ASAP. It's it's bad news bears, man. Because if if that clot dislodges and heads into your heart or lungs, you're fucked. So if you're if you're ever concerned about something like that, talk to somebody that you know and uh, explain what it feels like, and they, they could let you know, man. Get get down to that hospital fast. You don't want you don't want that shit to get through to your heart or lungs. And don't wait until it's so unbearable that you bitch about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know me, man. I'm stubborn. The faster you start treating it, the less painful it's going to be. Yeah. Well, we're we're at three days later now, and it's still in pretty good pain. It'll probably be in pain for about a week or so. Yeah. Probably because you waited too long to be like, oh shit, well, I might have a blood clot. In my instance, I really, I really thought it was just bruised from the the IV. I thought the nurse just did when a terrible job. When does the bruise job. feel like it's gonna explode? Well, that was the last day. That's when I started thinking, you know, this is probably a blood clot. I didn't want to admit it, but I knew what it felt like. Hospital. Yeah, I knew what it felt like. It feels like it does now, but worse. Like I've had some pretty bad bruises, and none of them have felt like they're gonna explode. You know what the worst part was? Is you know. Went to the went to the hospital. They found out that it was a blood clot. They gave me the thinners and all that shit. They gave me my first dose at the hospital, so I had to go get it from the pharmacy the next day to continue it. But <clears throat> five thirty in the morning, I woke up, and uh, it just it it was in so much pain. <laughs> my, my wife's like, I could tell you were in pain because the whole bed was shaking. She's like, I know you were trying to, you know, not show it, but I could feel the bed shaking from me like shaking in the bed. But uh, I, the only thing that calmed it down was I had to get a heating pad, heat that shit up, and like <sighs> drape it over my arm. 
and it, it I would think calmed it down a little bit. Help. It did. It calmed it down enough to where but I could fall asleep. Compress. No, hot compress. Oh, hot compress. Yeah, yeah, hot compress for a, a blood clot. And thank God I had that heating pad that I threw in the microwave, man. I may need to get a heating pad just, just to have around just in case. Yeah, it's, never, I, like, that's it's a I good idea, man. To be like, oh, I might need this, but... Man, these are just things that that prove we're getting old now. Dude. Things you have to worry about. Although I had my first clot at 29, and I didn't I didn't expect it to be a clot at all because I was 29 years old. Like, I'm way too young for that. No, not too young. Not at all. It was rough. Yeah, we're getting fucking old. Like like I said, I, I feel a midlife crisis coming on. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what it's going to be. It's probably going to be drastic. I'm already... Th- I'm thinking about moving. I've been talking about moving. I'm talking about trying to convince my wife to move down to Tennessee. And you're telling me, no, I can't. Now you're, again... Again, for a second or third or fourth time, considering moving yourself. Yeah. You can do it, but you say, I can't. Yep. Okay. Because well, I always need somewhere to go. But what if we What if we both go to Tennessee? I'm not going to Tennessee. Why not? Tennessee's beautiful, and they have great laws. I might be going to Indiana. Indiana? Why the fuck would you go out there? That's where my sister's at. Because I could probably get... A high supervisor position. Oh, with the company that you're working for. Okay, that makes more sense, I guess. Which could lead me to Texas. Ah. And then Denver. Mm. And then Denver? (laughs) Why Denver? I mean, I know why Denver, but why Denver? Probably more so Texas is where I'd stay. Well, good luck with that. I have some good news that I'm going to be announcing tomorrow night, live on my stream, if we want to get into some brighter notes. That was a bright note. Uh, Texas is bright. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, I wouldn't mind Texas myself. But this this goes back to uh, all this time and effort and energy that I've put into my stream recently. That's tonight or next week? Tomorrow night. Sunday night is the the announcement. That could be good for this, too. Mm, What do you mean? Oh, yes. Yes, it could. Yep. That could benefit. The announcement that I have will benefit me as a streamer. It can benefit my community as a whole. We have big things that we can do. And if, if everything goes... As well as I'm hoping, uh, it could be a good thing for the podcast as well. So a lot of bright notes, a lot of bright spots. I also have, uh, something special going on for next Saturday's stream. Uh, I have a special, uh, special thing going on for that that people are going to want to tune in for. That is going to be a nice, nice stream too. So for those of you who don't know or follow me over on Twitch, Go to twitch.tv backslash the holy man, T H E E holy man over there and make sure you drop a follow. It's free. Signing up is free. It, uh, Twitch is a platform for Are you live streaming. For- really doing your Twitch pitch? <clears throat> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> I is- was going to say, this is very stream oriented. It yeah, sounds maybe. like you're talking to your stream today. It is, uh, <laughs> 
Twitch is a platform for live streaming. Uh, yeah, a lot of people do video games. There are also people who focus on just chatting in general. Uh, there are people who do cooking shows on there. So there's all kinds of stuff that you can find over on that platform. If you are not on there yet, make sure you go over, create an account, follow the holy man. Uh, and Justin here is on, and on Twitch as well at clutch killer 16. That's clutch with a K. It's the only way to spell it. There you go, baby. It's been a while. It's been a while since you promoted your stream on the podcast. But shit, man, dude, this world's crazy today. It is. So I do want to, I do want to do a, a stream, uh, episode sometime you soon keep changing the subject right? no no i'm just 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 a quick interlude here i do want a quick interjection i do want to do a streaming episode one of these days like a full-on stream episode we have, talk it to, was a very successful it was the first one yeah it was a very successful well that's why i want to go back to it man we have we have a lot of people who are intrigued and interested in this kind of stuff so i want to hit it soon uh maybe bring someone on from within the community and uh do something like that i think it'd be fun say the community i think of you as like a fucking cult leader or something i ain't yeah absolutely <laughs> the congregation it's a beautiful place sticking with the holy man theme you know <laughs> this fucking the world's crazy yep yep and uh regardless of what anybody thinks uh we are literally on the brink of world war three absolutely that's whether we get involved or not one way or another um, Russia is going to involve us. They're trying to. Yeah. Well, they're, they're doing exactly what Nazi Germany did. Not for nothing. They see they see weak leadership, and it's like uh, a shark smelling blood in the water. But like the, all the propaganda being fed to the and and not, so, not oh. even all the Russian people. Most of the Russian people aren't on board. Yeah, well, it's and you know what? A lot but of this the government shit, yeah. is just saying this is being said. This is being said. Yep. They said, "What did I see today?" Oh, the sanctions! All the sanctions that the United States and NATO have put on them are akin to a declaration of war. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, by our president and our leadership attempting to stay out of it but still look like they're doing something um they just pissed them off even more basically and russia's just trying to egg us on yeah, at but this no point. matter what you do you're gonna piss the guy off like i can't blame biden on this well and you know what at the they're going about this all the right. Like we don't have enough troops on standby. Yeah, and I get it. You don't want to. You don't want to send our troops to die over there. No, I, and I not, get all not that right away. Like, but try to go about the steps like without having to get. Just real quick, one thing I think everybody has to understand is um, this is not this is not a civilian issue. Like, it's not like the civilians of Russia are all evil. It's not like. The, the civilians of any country around the world are evil. Like uh, other countries get pissed off at America. They don't like our country, but it's the government that they truly don't like, which is something <laughs> I'm going to do this again. This is something you find out with streaming when you're meeting people from all over the world. Yeah. Like the people are cool. So regular civilians are chill. And the big problems in the world are all created by government. Go our government, their government, everybody's governments. They're the ones that are causing this chaos. And the propaganda machine is huge right now. 
Like you, when, when we were in school and we had our history classes, you saw the propaganda that ran rampant with World War II. II, Yes. With with Hitler. All that shit. And and it's not, it it was Hitler feeding it to his people. Mm -hmm. They did this. That's what Putin's doing now. He's doing that. But you know, our country does that too with propaganda. We get fed propaganda as well. Right. From our government, from our media. Because our government, they reach out to the media companies and they tell them what to report. Like, it's, it's bad. When you see all these different, have you ever seen, I know you've seen them. These, um, these videos that are put together on social media where they show all these different media channels from all over the country. All saying the same scripted thing. Right. It's all scripted. It's all being spoon fed to us to make us think one way and feel one way. That's propaganda. In in the United States, it's more propaganda politically within the country. Mm -hmm. Not Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna feed you bullshit that this country's doing so you guys get pissed up and try to and and I think you guys are gonna rise up and fight with me. Yeah. Like Russia's doing. It's not working because most of his people are like, fuck you. Like a uh a Russian billionaire from from what I read put out a million dollar hit on Putin's head. Oh. To anybody. Damn. So, he he doesn't have his people behind him. Where in Nazi Germany, it was you had Hitler's back, or you died. So the whole country backed him for the most part, and that's that's where him feeding on bullshit that you know all Jews are evil or whatever, unclean or. Not the chosen ones. Mm-hmm. Well, and now, too, it um, it's being said, it's being rumored that China is backing Russia with this, too. So Why it, wouldn't they? They're both communists. That's one. Yeah. The, well, in here's the thing. If we do anything, this is World War Three. This is... Right. It, it feels like there's, there's trying to... There's trying to... Lord, my English is awful today. Uh... There's this shift of power that's being attempted in our world right now. And it seems like it's, well, let's go into conspiracies, I suppose, if you want to call it. It seems like it all started at the beginning of COVID. It it was happening long before that. Well, that's when you really started hearing uh, world leaders talk about the new world order and uh, one world government and shit like that. The last election cycle. That was I remember hearing that before Obama was elected. Yeah. But uh and 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 it's not I've heard it multiple times, like right before Obama was elected, because it was at least that's the same one they're talking about now. Because it's all been progressing that way. But they were talking about New World Order with Bush and Bush and, like, the Republican side of it. Just sounded like I was going through puberty there. Jesus, that was weird. Yeah. 
But no, the sh- the shift in power is with China. Yeah, it China runs everything. That's why having well, yeah, Trump we... in office gave America more power over China. They still owned everything, and well, they yeah. own what Hollywood. We were, we were technically considered the superpower and uh, the, the balance of power is, uh, they're trying to shift it towards China now is what it seems like. They've had it. How many, how many years have you, well, how many years have you heard people saying that you better start learning Mandarin? Yeah. Well, it's because that, that all started when all the companies started shipping, shipping all their, fucking factories to china because china enslaves their people to work in these places the world's a mess right now it's a scary place on the brink of world war three what the fuck are we gonna do play video games with the nba (laughs) fucking five years ago how long ago was that where the the rockets yeah i don't remember gm said something yeah and they had to apologize yeah. And then it was the same with John Cena in the Fast and Furious franchise because he recognized Taiwan as a country. Yeah. And like, that offended the Chinese government, the CCP. Who? So he had to apologize to them, which that's the next thing that's going to happen. I mean, you got Russia going into Ukraine right now. You're going to have China going into Taiwan to take that back. And it's, it's, it's just a mess. The world's a mess. Like people can't just live and let live anymore. People can't work together. It's getting absurd. That, that's and that's all really any war has ever been, right? Mm-hmm. It's just people it's want more people power. Trying to get a one one government, a one world government, or however the fuck you want to say it. Yeah, but the the people invading are the ones that want to. The people that are trying for this, they want to run it their way. They want to be the ones in charge, right. but. Look at the ones who are doing it. Russia and fucking China. They're the ones. Uh, they're really communists. They, they, they're oppressive. It's, yeah. that's not, that's not how you want the world to quote unquote unify. But both of those governments don't have the backing of their people because the people no. hate them. Yeah. That's why they'll never be successful because they can't pull from people who will want to fight for them. As much as I fucking... Ask North Korea about that. As much as I disagree with this fucking idiot we have in office, yep. I'd still go fight for this country yes. if well, be- I fucking had to. You can hate the government and love the country. Right. Tom McDonald said that in one of his recent songs. Beautiful song. Beautiful. But the people in Russia don't back what Putin's doing they're not going to go fight Oh no they're they're protesting hardcore yeah. over there right now They're, they're not they're protesting about the invasion being invaded but they don't give a shit if that government gets overthrown <laughs> Cuz they want a new system over there We agree with the government system here Yeah For the most part <laughs> For the most part yeah, and you know what? For as much as we complain about shit, I mean, we have it fucking good. We do have it. We do have it pretty good because we are America. We still have our freedoms. We have our freedom of speech. We have our right to bear arms, to defend ourselves. We've got. I mean, the Constitution is huge. So Most the other Ukrainians countries don't have. Now, yeah. 
Have you seen I saw some that. of the shit that's going on over there? Uh, the government passed out assault Mol- rifles. Molotov cocktails. Hmm. Did you see... To everybody. Did you see the Ukrainians that were driving down the street? And there was a, a Russian tank that was busted down on the side of the road there. Out of fuel. The soldiers didn't have any fu- food. They needed help. And the Ukrainians, like, joked about them and just kept driving. I was like, the cojones on those dudes. You gotta be kidding me. Listen, this is why I think Ukraine is going to be successful. Look at who who they have fighting with them. Former heavyweight boxing champ, Vital Klitschko, was the mayor of, uh, is the mayor of Kiev. And he's fighting in this war. Yeah, they, didn't they, uh, and was it him or the president where, uh, the U.S. offered to get him out? The and president. the guy, the guy said, I don't need a plane, I need a gun. Yeah, I don't, I need, I need ammunition, not a ride. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, something like that. Fucking That's a leader. That's a good the, leader. Another, uh, I mean, not that I know much about Ukraine in general, but. Champion boxer is fighting. A, a female champion boxer is fighting. Like, you have players, like soccer players, fucking leaving teams because they're people love their country. Russian. It, the whole world's getting behind this. Well, yeah, I will say I do need side. to. I do need to read up a little bit more about what's going on. And stay a little more up to date because I've been doing so much other stuff lately that I don't know all the details about everything that's happening. But yeah, it's, either way, you know it's not right. <laughs> it's scary, and especially now because the company I work for, it's a Polish-based company. Yeah, Poland borders Ukraine. the The one dude, uh, actually, the two guys that. Or mentoring our machine. They're both 200 kilometers from places that have been bombed in Ukraine. I work with a guy who's from Romania. Borders the Black Sea where Russia's invading from and Ukraine. It's I know people over there now like shit. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> well, hopefully it all gets better soon. <clears throat> and Poland, Poland's stepping up huge for and Ukraine. I, I say I, I hope it gets better soon, but it's honestly, with the way things are looking, it's only going to get worse before it gets better. Like, we're going to get dragged into it, which means other countries are going to get dragged into it. It's going to be a big thing. And China's going to step in. This is all going to step in. This is all going to end up in the history books if they, you know, teach history in the future. That's a whole other discussion. Our school system right now. Here's a fucking mess. If it happens, God, I've been cussing a lot today. If it happens, here's here's the hope, and it (coughs) resets the American values to what they used to be. Yeah. All right, I think. uh, I think this was a good time. We fucking everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we spent a lot of time on uh, me spending time in the hospital. <laughs> but that's all right. Uh, it, it was still a good first episode back, I think. And I think we're going to 
figure right. out a way to do it more. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna lay the groundwork and, and get back on track the proper way, you know. Yes, sir. It's gonna be a good time. We got a lot of things in the works. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. We're gonna get some more guests in here again. I hope. I forgot we did that. <laughs> you forgot we brought guests in. I, I didn't. I've been listening to the back to some of the older episodes. Uh, and it's, I just get so happy seeing where we were and where we've come from and where we're at now and, uh, how much better it seems to get. So I'm excited. Good, I'm good. excited. Yeah. So, uh, I feel like a rookie again. We appreciate y'all sticking with us, hanging out with us, checking out our episodes. Uh, please tune in again for some more nonsense and deep thoughts and we'll catch you all next week. Later.